Welcome to the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. Your hosts are Justin Breen, Evan Ryan, and I'm Bill Bloom. This show is for high-level entrepreneurs and for those who want to learn to live their most epic lives. Please subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for more incredible conversations about living epic lives because we could all do that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and thank you so much for being part of the show. Welcome to the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. We're super grateful to have you on for another show here. And if if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for joining us. And if you're a repeated listener, someone who's tuning in every week, super grateful for you. Please leave us a five-star review on the Apple podcast or whichever podcasting platform you are on. And we're just here to show people how to live epic lives and have fun like what we do. So today we're going to have a discussion about you know, life lessons from a 96 year old. And Justin, you know, really started to hear about the loss of Sarah's Bubby and a lot of things happen. Yeah, really sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it sucks. It always sucks. It's never easy. And when you have issues that things like this come up in life, there's always lessons to be learned. So we're going to turn the mic over to you. And I think you have a pretty good list of life lessons from, from Sarah's Bubby. Yeah, thanks. So for those who don't know what Bubby is, that's a Jewish grandmother. <laughs> in case people don't know that. Uh, actually, I don't think most people do know what that is. So that's an interesting. Zadie is a, a Jewish grandpa, and then Bubby is a Jewish grandma. But uh so it's interesting. So here's entrepreneur life. Okay. Uh, this is entrepreneur life. Um, I finished uh, my book manuscript in 16 days. Uh, it's coming out um, in a couple months. And then Peter Diamandis wrote the foreword. So I'm like, oh man, so excited. 16 days, just plowed through it. And then an hour later, my wife called me and said that her, her grandmother, her Bubby died. And so, uh, you know, I'm a high quick start. So I added Bubby's life to the, the end of the book, which I'd that was meant to be. And so um, that's entrepreneur life, by the way, incredible high and then crashing, crashing low. And uh, so her funeral was on Valentine's Day, which makes perfect sense because just huge, huge heart, big heart. And my brain simplifies everything. Um, It takes all this stuff and simplifies it into patterns. And Bubby, besides my wife, besides my wife, um, Bubby's the nicest person I've ever met in my life. Uh, she's actually nicer than my wife, um, and my wife is the you know the kindest, most loving person ever. Uh, she gets it from her grandmother, and so I looked at I looked after the funeral and really thought about it. That there's seven things that I learned from uh, Sarah's grandma, and I really she was my grandma too, really. But so here are the seven things. Um, one, family is everything. You can substitute friends or relationships into that. But family, friends, everything. Uh, Two, be grateful for every opportunity. Three, have a purpose. Four, celebrate each day. Five, smile. Uh, Six, cry. And seven, hug. I think those are, that's it. All this other stuff, it's just, to me, it's just stuff. I think those are the seven, seven key things. I love the fact that you put cry, you know, laugh, hug. Those emotions that are so natural and raw. Yeah. And when you allow those things to come into your life, I, 
it's meant you're meant to cry. You're meant to go through hard times. You're meant to go through the ups and downs. And when you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, those highs and lows happen to you countless times in a single day. It's like sign a great <laughs> client. You have a right. no shit moment, like <laughs> big issue happen. Like today, <laughs> that, that is just part of life. Yeah, it's Friday. Feeling good today. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you have to balance all of that. But those life lessons are crucial. And they, they really transfer over to entrepreneur life. They really, really do all of those things. And it could be for your clients, it could be for the people who you want to be a hero to. But especially for your family. If you're raw and genuine. And real, it sounds like Bubby was real, I've never met her before. And obviously, you know, Sarah, know you. How you, you know, Sarah, are. that's, uh, you know, and so I, I met one. Thanks for letting me open. I, you know, I like opening these things because my brain just thinks about this stuff and comes up with stories. And I think it always leads to a good conversation. But I had a question based on all of that. So Sarah's grandmother was not an entrepreneur. Um, that's fine. Um, not a business owner. That's fine. And, you know, from both of your takes, I'm wondering like, can you be someone like us and have all those seven things with everyone? Bobby was like that with everyone, those seven things. For me, it's a lot, it's really hard. It's a lot harder um, because, because um, my family is everything and, and the network is everything. And I focus on those by ignoring, repelling other things so I can just focus on those two things. So I'm not those seven things for everyone. But that's because I have I have this purpose to be like that for my family and network. So I'm wondering if you can be like that for everyone and be someone like us. I I, I just would actually like to know the answer to that. I would love to know. Well, I'll hop in. And I don't think you can. It takes a very special human being to be able to do that, just to have that infinite amount of love for every single person. Now, I don't hate people. I don't want bad things to happen to people just because I don't get along with them or I don't agree with them. I'm not spiteful in that, in that way. So, right. but I protect my time from you know the time vampires, which you talk about in your book, Justin, which is incredible, by the way. Um, Epic Life coming out soon. Awesome, awesome. But I don't think you can. I think it takes a very, very special, unique person who was brought up in that environment when they've gone through a Great Depression, they've gone through World War II, when they went through a ton of scarcity, you know, we haven't gone through that in our lifetimes. And I don't know if we ever will. I don't think we will. Who knows? But for me, this I'm not like that. I used to be like that. I used to try and please everyone. And it always made me miserable. I was the people pleaser. And I'm not like that anymore. So your evolution is actually being more selective. Yes, 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 yes. Because you can't please everyone. Again, you don't want harm for others, but you need to protect your own time and your own energy to give out proper energy to other people. Evan, what's uh, your number one, family is everything. Number two, be grateful for every opportunity. Number three, have a purpose. Number four, celebrate each day. Number five, smile. Number six, cry. Number seven, hug. Where, where does pleasing everybody fit into that, Bill? 
Mm. From going back to what Justin said, like loving everyone and just trying to be there for everyone. I don't know how it's possible to be there for every single person is my thought with that. Well, uh, I mean, this seems very much, I, I don't see anything about other people in that list. I have the list in front of me. I don't see anything about other people in that list. I see all I see is about you in that list. Like this, all of these things are very singular um, in terms of mindsets, like family is everything just because family is that doesn't, that means that your priority is everything. That doesn't mean that you give everything, you give away your whole life to your family. Uh, be grateful for every opportunity. That's a very singular, um, very singular thing. Have a, have a purpose. It's very singular. Celebrate each day. Very singular. Of course you want to do these things with other people. Right. But, but, um, it all is very singular. I think the question, the question is, uh, I kind of disagree with the premise of the question. Can you be an entrepreneur and have all these qualities? Um, I think that the premise of the question is what do all of these qualities um, sort of exemplify? And I would say that that answer is authenticity and purpose. So I think the better question would be, can everybody have all of those qualities? Of course, the answer would be yes. Um, but no part of this is falling. In my opinion, at least I'm not trying to like criticize or anything. I just don't see any sort of falling on the sword or donation of your time there. Well, that's what I'm asking. I mean, I think we're saying, you know, Evan, <laughs> you and I say the same things many times in different ways, which I find really fascinating. Um, that's the way I interpret what you say. I'm like, oh, you're saying the same thing as me, just differently. I get, I mean, I'm just, you know, Sarah's grandma was, okay, so like for people like you, for you two guys, endlessly giving, you know, I care about both of you deeply you know, go through a wall for you. Most people know, I just can't, I don't understand what they're complaining about. I don't understand why they're making excuses. I just can't, I don't understand it. My point, or I guess my question, you know, my wife's grandma, she never, she never, it, it's not judging. It's like, she just never even thought like that. She's just like, oh, you know, I, she took everyone for how they are took everyone for how they are and was like that with everyone. I guess the way I am with, with people like you, she was like that with everyone. And I'm just wondering if people like us can be like that for everyone. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. I don't know. I don't think that anybody, I don't think that it's impossible to be loving to everybody to wish kindness on everybody. I do think it's impossible to give everybody your time. Um, but I do not equate giving somebody your time with giving somebody your love. I also do not equate giving somebody your attention with give, with giving somebody your love. Um, and just because it's their idea does not mean that their idea to talk to you or to take your time or to ask you for something or whatever. Just because it's their idea to talk to you or take your time or whatever does not mean that that is the way that you want to love them. And so, um, or even necessarily that they want to be loved. So I would say the answer is unequivocally yes, but the 
most important thing would be to figure out how you want to express that love to them. Yeah, I think that's I think that's an excellent simplification. Yeah, she did it her way. Bill, you mm. would do it a different way. Justin, you would do it a different way. But um, yeah, I actually I I'll say that I feel like I'm in a in a unique position to talk about this because I just got off a of college campus a few years ago, where uh, there are only a few accepted forms of showing somebody that you care about them. Hmm. What are those? Um, listening to them, hearing their story, and telling them that they're right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. Ay, ay, ay. Four years of that, telling someone they're right? <laughs> I, I mean... There's there's no debate on college campuses um, when somebody when somebody has a problem. There's no debate when when um, somebody sees the world differently than you do. There's no I mean there's just not and part of it's a function of the age group that you're dealing with I think uh, but part of it is about the culture of a college campus and one of the things that I had to learn was that the way that somebody may want you to interact with them does not have to match the way that you do interact with them and you can still be loving towards them. Yeah, well, I think that's the answer. And then I think what Bill said, uh, so, you know, Bill, how you, I know it's, it, maybe this is the wrong word, but how you've evolved or changed your mindset toward that, um, especially child number two coming, James, your first son, he's getting older. I think, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think you will continue to evolve more in the direction of someone like me, where you're even more protective. Um, you're, I, I'm guessing that's what it is. Um, I could be wrong about that, hmm. but. I, it's that's not. what I see too, actually, Justin, I'm going to go off that, Bill. I, that's what I see as well, is you're, you're becoming more protective. You have another child in another company. Are you kidding? How can you, how can you do, how can you do it all, right? And so. I think where I'm coming in is not necessarily to criticize the mindset, but to try to give you a little bit of freedom here to say, you know, I can love you and also not fall on my sword for you whenever you need it. Like I'm hoping that that, that, that kind of shedding of the cloak um, can be freeing for you instead of be beating yourself up over it. Otherwise you're going to be trapped in your own mind. Well, here's the thing that's at Bill, or psychoanalyzing you. <laughs> Bill, Bill's unconsciously, he's motivated, number one, by me ne being needed and appreciated, which I don't need to be needed and appreciated by anyone except my wife uh, and my kids. Actually, not really even my kids, but, but my wife. Um, so for you, Bill, it's much harder to be like me than, than it is for me. Um, um, it's it's very interesting. And then Evan, for your case, you know, you just got out of college where everyone's right. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's right. Everyone's right. And cancel culture. That all oh, that's fine, by the way. That's fine. Um, I was, you know, we went to college too. I I remember. Um, I wasn't right. I was just. I don't even remember college. It was, you know, a little little bit of a hazy situation. But you know. It's in, it'll be very interesting how you evolve too. I mean, it'll be super interesting. Um, you know, um, my, what I hear now, most of my days talking to the, you know, people like us, most of my, that's most of my day. And, um, 
here's the struggle. And Bill, I know you're going to appreciate this because this is where you're headed. You're not headed toward here, but this will maybe stop you from going that way. So they started out as entrepreneurs. Um, like Evan's a full creative. I'm a full creative. Um, we learned that in, your, in our podcast earlier one, that you're a full creative, Evan. And then they get stuck into becoming business owners because they stopped, they, they gave up all their time. They stopped doing their creativity. And they're just miserable human beings because they, they have all this stuff and all this stuff that they never wanted. They don't, they don't want to run a business. They just want to create. And then I'm like, I don't care about any of that stuff. I just want to spend time with my family. And, you know, these are the type of people I partner with. And if you're not that, that's, that's fine. They're like, oh, how are you like that? I'm like, well, I don't want to be miserable and have, you know, no time to do anything with my family. So, so my point of all that is like, I see you headed like that. Like, um, and so maybe what I just said will help like reinforce that you don't want to be a business owner. You just want to be full entrepreneur and spend time with your family. And then if that means you're not as nice, quote unquote, to people, you can still love them, like Evan said, which that was really good Evan. You can still love them, but you don't necessarily have to be as nice to them. I think that might be a good solution for all of us, frankly, but definitely for where you're going, Bill. Yeah. And I think you don't need to love everyone. You could appreciate people. Like having love for everyone, I don't think is possible. Like you could appreciate them. I don't love every single person in the world. I, I that's just me speaking freely. I I appreciate people. I don't want negative things to happen for them. And as you do evolve or you do grow from a business or a life standpoint, your priorities are always changing. And I it would have been an interesting question to understand what your Bubby's priorities were throughout life and how they changed. Um, if they oh. changed, I don't know if they did. Who knows that? Family, 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 and that's. Listen to this. I asked my wife the same thing because mm. um, I, this is fascinating. So um, uh, my wife's grandma was ninety six um, when she died, and then she, you know, my wife as a child would go to her grandmother's house all the time, and so she would ask her that same question. So w- before she had grandkids, um, um, she it was it was different. She would. Um, she would go out with friends a lot. She would go out with friends a lot. So she's a great mom and all that, but she would go out with friends. Um, so it wasn't necessarily family is everything. She was, I would guess you would describe her as an extrovert. But what you just said is very powerful. Her priorities evolved as, as time went on. That's what I mean with you. You're, I think your priorities are – it's a really interesting case with you because you're really in like this – I mean – and Evan just said it, like starting second company, having second child. That's like the, that's a really interesting intersection, Bill. And that your, that your app came out on Feb, well, beta came out on February 15th, you know, which is a very special day to you if you want to talk about that. But I just think there's a lot of interesting things in your life. And I'm sorry for psychoanalyzing you, but this is how I think. Like, it's just really interesting what your life is what it was, what it is now, and then where it's going from many different ways. I think one one uh, piece of vocabulary that's important to sort of delineate is the difference between loving somebody and the difference between being generous with somebody. Mm-hmm. I can be loving but not generous. And 
and you know how you you know where you stand if I'm loving and generous. Right. But I think another thing that's really important to kind of to think about, especially with time, because it's finite, you know, in being in being generous with your time for everybody, you're really not generous for it with anybody. Yep. Exactly. And the most important the most important person to be generous with your time with is actually yourself. The second most important person is your is your partner, and the third most important people are your children and your family. Yep, in my opinion, hundred percent. Agree completely with that. Have to take care of yourself. Well, it's funny because um, it's it's not funny. Um, it's interesting. You know, uh, the four freedoms. Coach talks at all about it all the time. You know, freedom, relationship, time, purpose, money. The relationship part, I think, Evan, you just hit it on the head, but in the, they never talk about, I never, I never really hear it. Um, uh, Dave Young, my friend, 10 Quick Start, he brought it up. He's like, well, they never talk about the first freedom relationship, and that's with yourself. So people skip themselves, and then they want freedom relationship, but they skip their own freedom of relationship with yourself. Yeah, so you guys both have very high levels very high levels of freedom of relationship with yourself, which is very powerful. I think that sets the stage for everything. Yeah. I think it goes back to number three is having your purpose. I think that drives all of the other six. You think purpose is before family first. You think the purpose leads to the family, that everything. Oh, if absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If your if your purpose is loving everyone, then God bless. If your purpose is your family, because not everyone has a wife or a husband or a significant other or children or parents still. Right. I mean, those are life changing events. Not everyone has them. So it, this is one. it may not be. So I, I think your purpose is going to dictate all the other six items here on the list. If you don't have purpose and you're miserable because you don't have any purpose, what the hell is your family going to do for you? You're just going to make them, you're just going to make them sick of you Mm -hmm. and everyone else around you. Yeah. Yeah. You become toxic. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. So I'll switch the order. This is how I learned by the way, in real time. That may, that's why man's search for meaning is my, that's my favorite book. Um, Victor Frankl survived the Holocaust. I mean, that's the ultimate. The, that's the ultimate. Oh, my God. I've, I was listening to that today. And when, when he said that when all the group got basically stripped down and they lost all their worldly possessions and he lost his, his life's work, <clears throat> that's the moment of that aha moment when yeah. you lose everything. It was still in his head, though, Bill. He still had the life's work in his head. Yes, yes. And that shows. I mean, just listening to that today. And yes, yes, yes. Um, so I think this has been a really powerful episode today. Really powerful. Just pretty good one. <laughs> wow. Any closing thoughts from you guys? None. JB? Well, I like how you both flipped the script in real time, that purpose. Without the purpose, the family, it, 
yeah, I think you, I, your, your guys are right. You guys are right. Yeah. This has been fun. This has been a really deep psychoanalyzing. Thank you guys. <laughs> I, I have two new therapists, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Evan Ryan, Justin Breen, um, what's your hourly rates? Uh, no. um, let me know where well, to send that. You said online therapy was going to be the big. Yeah. You said that true. was going to be the big. <laughs> During the metaverse. True. <laughs> that was a great episode too. Make sure you go back and listen to the metaverse episode. That's uh, That was fascinating. Actually, I'll jump in here for a second on the metaverse thing before we close out. I just, uh, I just learned a guy that I work out with and a business partner. Double was both. Um, his wife's a teacher. They have 20 Oculus Quests in their uh, in their classroom. And the guy, uh, maybe, like I think, like, fourth to seventh grade okay. range, I think. They have 20 Oculus Quests in the room. Guy goes, why would you give kids Oculus Quests like that? Don't quote me on that, but that's, I think, the age range. Um, and she said, duh, we're going to go see the pyramids. <laughs> I never once considered that um, the Oculus in the classroom would be the way that would be the way that VR would get adopted. But the next day, um, my girlfriend's mother, who I would say is uh, not an early adopter in technology whatsoever, was using the exact same app to go uh, to go tour the world. And I thought, oh my gosh, well, if you can do this for school and if you can do this for tourism, then you could have an engineering team at a headquarters or at their home base or in their home office touring a factory. 100%. And I thought, wow, I now, I now buy into the metaverse as a destination. Anyway, um, that's totally beside the point, but I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. We did that in a 360. We were touring factories and virtual meeting rooms and everything. Yeah. Oh, we'll save that for the next, save it for the next one. Yeah. We might do a metaverse (laughs) 2.0. Good. All right. Thanks, everybody. Sorry for derailing that. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. We are truly grateful for you listening. And please make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting channel. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family all over your social media. And again, we're very grateful to have you as a listener on our show.